Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Harvey Norman Black Friday sale. Offering the best deals on laptops, TVs, SIM-free phones, kitchen appliances and so much more. Now, we wanted to check in with uh, Dr. May Mannix, who's Director of Public Health Midwest. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. So, so what are the trends um, on COVID-19 in Limerick recently, May? Um, well, in, in similar to the rest of the country, Joe, I suppose the numbers are increasing in Limerick. Um, we had 434 cases between Friday and Sunday. Um, we had 113 on Sunday, for instance, and we've had, uh, for the past 14 days, we've had 1,500 cases, which is about double this time last month. So the numbers are increasing. But I suppose, thankfully, you know, because of vaccination, we're not seeing as big an impact at all as we might have, you know, back in January, for instance, because of the protection the vaccine has given in terms of serious illness hospitalisation and ICU admission. Mm. So that's the good news. But I'm assuming that there are an awful lot of people being tested at the moment, which clearly puts a bit of pressure on you. There are. And um, we're, you know, very glad that people are turning up for testing, Joe, to be honest. And that's really important, you know, that if people have symptoms that they really do need to be checked out, not to assume that... You know, it's just a cold. Um, so, you know, that's very positive that people are actually going for testing at this point in time. Mm. What would you say to parents listening about schools now that the schools are back up and running again after the midterm? Um, I think, you know, obviously there's a lot of um, COVID in the community. And I think the important thing for parents is just if your child or yourself indeed if you are symptomatic, just to keep the child out of school and uh, ensure they're tested, really. And if it's COVID positive, obviously, the, the child has to stay out for 10 days. And uh, if it's negative, they have to be 48 hours well before they can return to school. Mm. Uh, you're probably too busy, are you, to do walk-in um, testing? I presume it's by appointment only at the moment. Um, it is, Joe, yes. Uh, people really have to, uh, they can go online to book their appointment, but yes, uh, walk-ins, are, it's a bit uh, too busy for that to be facilitated just at the minute. Are people still getting their first and second vaccines and what about the booster programme locally? Um, well, of course, you know, if people haven't had their first and second vaccine, we really encourage people to come along if people at this stage have any queries, just to consult with their own doctor if there's any concerns they have. As you know, we have a huge uptake of vaccine. Um, we have 97.3% of adults have had at least one dose. Um, in terms of the boosters, um, people age 60, over 60, sorry, will be receiving their text message to confirm their appointments. So that is starting. Um, the booster doses for healthcare workers has started as well since the weekend. So all of that is very and, and Just to explain, if someone's been on the system and has got their first and second, um, will they automatically get the text for their third? They don't have to go back on and re-register? They don't have to go back on and re-register. That's correct, yeah. 
Right, so they'll just get yeah. them. I mean, how hopeful are you that with the messaging that's out there in the social distancing and all the stuff that we've known about and we may be a bit weary on the COVID passes and, and then the boosters, that we will manage to get through this period, this important time in the run-up to Christmas and, and after it without, for example, further restrictions? I think we have to be hopeful, Joe, but we have to take action as well. You know, um, none of us want to go back to restrictions. Uh, of course, we don't. But um, I think the message uh, from the chief medical officer and from ourselves, indeed, is that little actions at this point can, you know, go a long way. So if people, I know people are tired of hearing about the hand washing and so, uh, social distancing and so on, but I think a couple of things. One, it's really important that people continue to wear masks, particularly in crowded areas or in workplaces indeed, because we've found that again, people are tending to drop their guard and particularly in workplaces, you know, it's um, if people get into the habit of wearing masks, it's quite easy to continue with it. Um, and again, just if people would even reduce their sort of contacts by a small bit, uh, you know, go out uh, once a week instead of twice a week or whatever it is, it will really make a huge difference in terms of where we are over the next few weeks. And Yeah, I think one of the things know, that people have found hard, even listeners in this show, is that events are happening now and while they weren't when there were heavy restrictions in place and suddenly you do have to, based on the public health advice, pick and choose build up to Christmas, there'll be even more events. Then you get worried about, well, you know, am I insulting A by going to B event? All of that is a, is a day-to-day reality, isn't it? It is. It is, and I feel for people, you know. But um, I think, I think though, at the same time, people do understand. And, you know, um, you know, we've all come across people who are genuinely nervous and um, a, fi- fi- a little fearful of social events. I think we have to respect that. But at the same time, you know, I think what we do over the coming weeks will determine what's happening at Christmas. And I think we're probably better to take a cautious approach now. And, um, you know, we'll be able to meet our family and friends then hopefully at Christmas time in a safe way. And, and we had uh, Richard Chambers on about his book State of Emergency on the show last week. And uh, a number of you, there's a chapter actually dedicated to the Limerick region and the, and the Midwest. Um, I know you're busy. Have you had a chance to read it? <laughs> I have read most of it, Joe, yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a very interesting book. And um, thanks to Richard, he, uh, he captured our department and the staff, the excellent staff that work here very well and all the effort that's gone into it. Um, I think he gave a real insight, uh, you know, things that obviously the rest of us frankly didn't have to understand because obviously you guys were in the eye of that storm, um, still are to a degree, but particularly at the height of things. Yes, yeah. yeah. No, it's, um, uh, well, it's it's hard work, but we have a wonderful team here and they have very expertise at this point. All right, well, listen, uh, thank you to you and your colleagues for your ongoing service. I, I would recommend that people actually check the podcast out at live95.ie of the interview with Richard because he goes into it in a lot of detail and you're too modest to say much more, <laughs> May, and I appreciate that. But, uh, uh, but thank you for joining thank us you. this morning. Thank you. Thanks. That's uh, Dr. May Mannix, who's Director of Public Health Midwest there. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.